0: Hey guys, my name's Lisette and I'd love to welcome you to the Redeemed Girl Podcast. Welcome back, you guys. I hope everybody is having such a good week. If you've noticed, we are uploading a day late this week because I have been swamped. It killed me. I had a little bit of an episode last night when I realized I couldn't upload, but all for good reason. We had our first ever VBS at our church and it took everything out of me. I didn't have any capacity or emotionally could I do it, but it was so worth it. We had 37 little kitty salvations and we saw so many kids have fun encountering Jesus. So it was awesome. It was really awesome. I promise though, I will be more consistent. Thanks for having Grace with me. I promise today's episode will be worth it. So about a week ago, I asked everybody kind of what they want from The Redeemed Girl, just so that I can, like, be in touch with my listeners. And the overall consensus was everybody wanted to have Grant on the podcast. If you don't know, Grant is my husband. Um, I'm super excited to have him on this podcast. He's, like, the best guy ever. Um, And I think it's going to be great. So...
1: I'm excited. It's going to be awesome.
0: Here's Grant. Grant, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, so obviously my name's Grant, a.k.a. Biebs. Uh, That nickname came from high school and it's stuck around ever since. Thanks a lot, Justin Bieber. Uh, But anyways... uh, I don't think
0: anybody in our life calls him Grant. Even our pastor still calls him Biebs. It's like the perfect name for him. it,
1: It just sticks around. It never leaves. It's fine, though. I'm fine. We're fine. Basically, I work for a Christian tech company, selling a platform to churches, and it's been great so far. It's been a great journey uh, talking with a lot of churches.
0: Yeah, Grant is like, if if you haven't met Grant, the best way I can describe him is like a little ball of joy. Any person that encounters him, they leave feeling his love and his joy. He's just, he's so awesome. A little bit of context about Grant and I, we met in college, Bible college. I think we would have crossed paths a lot earlier because we went to the same church. Our home church is a mega church. that has multiple campuses and he went to a different campus than I went to. So one year for high school, I went to this camp and at this camp, I got paired in the wrong cabin. Little did I know that would come and be in my favor in the long run because all the girls that I was paired with ended up going to my Bible college, and then we all kind of formed like a mega group. And in our mega group was Grant. I don't know if any of you guys went to Bible college, but Bible college is very ring by spring. And Grant and I were new transfers in from like a secular college, so we wanted nothing to do with that. We met the first week of school. It was really awkward because all of our friends were dating people and like, I was interested in Grant, but I knew that I needed to focus on school. And he was kind of doing his own thing. And then one day we joined Murals and it just, we just clicked.
1: Ever since then, basically. And we went, obviously went on dates, lots and lots of dates. Um, and eventually I asked her dad for his blessing for me uh, to ask Lisette to be my girlfriend. And- oh my
0: God, literally, Grant is the best. He I remember I went to lunch with my dad My dad was like, you have a boyfriend that wants to go to lunch with me? I was like, yeah, dad. He's like, oh, okay. We went to lunch. My dad like fell in love with Grant. He's like the easiest man to please. So I wasn't too worried about it. But like he fell in love with Grant. And then at the end of the lunch, he asked my dad to be my boyfriend. And I'll never forget, my dad called me that night. And he was like, I really like this kid. And then like an hour later, he was like, it feels like it's going to be pretty serious, but I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you. He seems like a good kid. So it was really awesome. Ladies, if you're single, um, make your boyfriend ask your dad.
1: <laughs> and guys, if you're listening, pursue, her, pursue your girlfriend always um, and do the right thing with, you know, asking for the blessing and all that great stuff. But yeah, we went on a ton of dates. Now I'm curious, what's your favorite date that we went on?
0: Uh, probably, we were really big in for a season into art museums. So probably oh, yeah. art museums, yeah.
1: We went there for your birthday, that's crazy. Yeah, that was a good one, uh, your golden birthday. Yep. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, but yeah, we dated for a year, and then um, I also found out that was kind of the time where I wanted to choose Lisette for her to be my wife. I wanted her to be the, the constant thing for the rest of my life, uh, so... Uh, basically, I asked her dad again for his blessing for me to propose. And he said yes. And we went to the same restaurant. Same orders, both of us, chips and queso. Oh my queso. God, did you guys really? Yeah. It was oh. the same place. It was amazing.
0: Interesting. That is like, that makes me so... That is... Anytime people get engaged, I forget that you have to like talk to the parents. I'm so thankful I'm a girl in that regard because I cannot imagine having to go and ask... Like your dad or your mom for your hand. That would be so nerve-wracking.
1: It's all good. Your dad loves me. But I was I was nervous, too. And it all worked out because, or I ended up proposing to Lisette in California. You see, I had a plan to do it at Disneyland. And then after really thinking uh, about it, I was like, you know what?
0: I'm so glad that that didn't work out.
1: Yeah, you don't like crowds. So that no. was going to be a bad idea. And-
0: I feel like everybody that gets engaged at Disneyland, it's awesome, but you like miss that special moment. Like you don't really get to celebrate because you're around like a million people.
1: And you don't like the paparazzi?
0: <laughs> nope, I'm not a fan.
1: You don't like the flashes in your face, and then no. you have to pay 500 bucks for a picture.
0: Oh my god, those pictures are expensive.
1: Sorry, uh, but anyways, we instead I decided uh, with uh, the help of her sisters and brother in law. Uh, To do it at this really awesome place called on top of the world, California It
0: was a mountain so it had a really good overlay. You could just see every part of California. It was awesome. It was so cool
1: and Obviously she said yes.
0: So he proposed on top of the world, California I didn't see it coming at all. We got engaged in Laguna, which is like my favorite city in the world We came home to Dallas and had an amazing engagement party with all of our friends and then 11 months later, we got married.
1: It was amazing. Not not a year later, eleven months. Yeah, Grant is really too, particular too about
0: long. me saying eleven months. Every time I say we were engaged for a year, he corrects me. Um, but we got we got married in October 2017. We've been married four years. Come this October, Woo-hoo! nailed it. We just clapped. That's what you heard. <laughs> um, but we've been married for four years this October, and. This I think this October is also going to be four years that we have served in ministry together, too. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Which has
0: been so awesome. Um, so another part of when I asked you guys what you wanted from this podcast, a lot of you guys asked us some questions. So I'm going to read off a few of the questions just so that you guys can get to know us a little bit better. A lot of these questions were marriage questions, I'm going to be really honest with you guys. I don't know if I totally feel equipped or, like, aware enough. I don't feel like I know enough or have been married long enough to answer some of these questions because I've only been married for four years. But I'm going to do our best. Just, we're going to do our best, answer this the best way we can from what we've experienced. We've got through some ish and we have you know, gotten stronger. So we'll try and answer this the best we can, but we are not marriage experts. So um, the first question we got was, do we have any tips for newlyweds?
1: So we went to dinner with uh, a couple, a couple weeks ago. Uh, They were friends of ours and they actually just recently got married as well. And they asked us the same thing like, hey, what advice do you have for us since we're just newly married? So uh, I, I think this is actually a really great question.
0: So I answered first, obviously, because I, f- I feel like our first year of marriage was a year that the Lord was really trying to teach me about the heart of a wife. Um, And it was a hard lesson to learn, but I had to learn, one, Grant can't read my mind, <laughs> which is hard. Um, And two, I mean, wouldn't it be so much easier if our husbands could read our mind? And the second thing I learned is that I am not the head of my household. It took me a hot minute to learn to submit to grant and trust him as my spiritual authority just because when you're single and you're chasing after the lord you trust the lord and everything and you trust your discernment and then as soon as you get married you have to like interlock your spiritual lives and it's a lot harder than you think it is like if somebody tells you that god's telling you something pray about it see if that's the truth and then move forward it's so different when you get married because like when for example when we were moving to austin When the Lord told us to move, I knew that He had told me to move, but when Grant was like, okay, let's get the ball rolling, we're moving, it was really hard for me to submit and like trust Him and let it go fully. So, a big tip is like, one, your husband can't read your mind. At least that's what I learned. Two, as hard as it is, find a way and ask the Lord to teach you how to submit to your husband. And then I think my third piece of advice would be to realize that like you're on the same team. The best advice that our premarital counselors gave us was anytime you have an issue, picture yourself sitting on the same side of the table and your issue on the other side. It just makes you view your conflict and your struggles completely differently. And I feel like it makes me not see Grant as like my enemy. It's helped, it, that's helped me a lot.
1: Yeah, no, and that, that's really good. That's really good. I like that. And it actually goes perfect with my advice because in Ephesians 5, uh, it goes into like marriage. It actually says, wives, submit to your husbands. And you know, all the husbands are like, yeah, preach it, amen. But then it gets quiet whenever it says now, husbands, submit to your wives. Uh, So that's my basic advice too. Uh, Just submitting to your wife as... Jesus loved the church. Basically, Jesus died for us, and in a sense, that's the same thing that we get to do for our wives day in and day out. So husbands, guys, remember, submit to your wives. Protect her, love her, cherish her the way that Jesus loves and cherishes us.
0: Wow, 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 wow. Man, that was so nice. (laughs) Okay, so the next question we got was, what do we wish we knew before we got married? I have like a silly one and then like a serious one.
1: I wanna hear the silly one.
0: Okay, the silly one is is that boys
1: are gross.
0: Grant is like
1: <laughs> oh, never mind, I take that back.
0: <laughs> Grant is like the cleanest boy in the world, but like the shaving when he shaves his face, your facial hair on the sink, that's rough, dude.
1: That's well, really rough. I, next time, can I have a beard like a Viking then? Oh my
0: god, no. Grant has a beard right now. And like a year and a half ago, it was it was like a little before the pandemic, Grant decided he didn't want to go to the barber anymore. He wanted me to become his barber, which is awesome. It saves us a ton of money. And I have an appreciation for people who cut men's hair. But um, it is a mess. I mean, that's like such a terrible thing for me to say considering the fact that I shed everywhere. <laughs> Um, but, oh well. And then, another thing I wish I knew before you first got married is, um, blending time with families is so hard. Grant and I both are byproducts of divorce. Both of our parents have been divorced, and then all of our parents are remarried except for my dad, which is really hard because when holidays come around, like, the thought of your parent being by themselves on a holiday, it just, like, it's gut-wrenching. And so, the hardest thing that I wish I would have known is that, like, We have to put our little family of two first. feels really selfish saying to put like our family of two because it's just us first when you're taught to like put your whole family first. But the first like year of marriage, holidays killed us and it was the saddest time of our life because we tried to appease everybody and we just like couldn't. And so I wish I would have known and somebody would have told me to have grace with myself when blending our families because it's so hard. It's literally so hard
1: it is hard, uh but we make it work uh four christmases, four thanksgivings four of everything so it
0: four times the love it's but. great,
1: but I think for me uh something that I wish I knew uh right when we got married was probably. How to set boundaries.
0: Whoa, boundaries, really?
1: Yeah, boundaries. uh, What do you mean by that? Well, boundaries for our marriage. Like, so now we have like non-negotiables. One of those non-negotiables is when we're in the same city, not to sleep apart from one another. Like we we sleep under the same roof. Oh yeah,
0: like anytime we get in a fight, we don't, we try not to go to bed angry and we will never separate for a night.
1: And then like another boundary that we have uh, is that I won't like drink without her there. Oh yeah, that's a big boundary. Um, So that that's super important. So I'm I'm glad that we have like those boundaries, and we have a lot of other ones. So, but yeah, not just having boundaries like within the marriage, but then even protecting your marriage from even people. Oh Um, my gosh, yeah, that's um, a huge one. Know when to say yes, know when to say no. Put your spouse first.
0: We are entering a season where people are wanting more of us, and quite recently we had dinner with this couple, and we loved them. But we're in a season where we're trying to build community within our church, and we're trying to build healthy, godly relationships. And this relationship, it just was draining us. And this couple had asked us to mentor them, and something that I'm really bad at, that Grant is really good at, is when Grant mentors people, that's the relationship of, like, I'm mentoring you. I try and become good friends with the people that I mentor, and that is, like... A recipe for disaster so it's been really awesome because grant is helping teach me these boundaries of like when you mentor people you have to like put a wall up because it drains us and it takes time from our marriage and so that is a good boundary that we are like learning and practicing every day just with other people because it sounds sad like when you when you talk about boundaries it it's like a harsh word but like think about jesus jesus had boundaries with his disciples
1: yeah he totally did you
0: have to have them
1: They're necessary. It it keeps the most important things protected.
0: So, what's your silly thing?
1: Oh, a silly thing? Well, you called me out on the beard, uh, and you kind of already exposed yourself with how much you shed. Like, I'm really surprised uh, how God can number the hairs on Lisette's head, even though she probably loses like 500 hairs a day. It
0: actually is a little concerning how much hair I lose. Are you balding? I have no idea i would really like to know that too i don't know what happens
1: to me so i think yeah i didn't realize how much you shed i find it everywhere
0: oh my god i feel so bad for him there was one day he went to like an interview for his current job and he came home and i looked at the side of his beard and he had one of my hairs in his beard just hanging down okay tmi gross next question um Hard lessons we've learned since we got married. I think the hardest lesson I've learned since we got married is prioritizing date night and prioritizing our time together, like without technology. Um, For a while, Grant and I had really opposite schedules. When we first moved to Austin, he was working a 4 a.m. to 1 o'clock job, and I was working like an 11 to 6 And so Grant would go to bed at like 8.30 and I'd come home and I would immediately get on my phone and like mute out. And for like four or five months, we felt like we were never seeing each other. And we weren't planning date nights because we were putting our exhaustion before spending time together. And I was on my phone all the time, checking emails. I work in social media. And so I would constantly be consumed with making graphics. I was just consumed with other things. And it was a hard season on our marriage because we. it felt like we never spent time together. And a hard lesson that I learned is like, yes you live with your spouse and you spend time with them but like there's a difference between spending time with your spouse and spending quality time with them Mm, and we have learned i at least have learned that i have to prioritize our quality time
1: yeah no that's good i think the hardest lesson i learned was to trust your spiritual gifts because lisette is a powerhouse Mm, come on somebody come on now I mean, she has so many gifts and anointing that I don't when it comes to ministry and just her walk with the Lord just looks different from mine, and that's okay. But it's really cool just to see how the Lord kind of works within her and through her. And I think if I would have just listened to what she felt like the Spirit was kind of leading her and telling her, then that would have solved a lot of heartbreak too and heartache. So that's probably the hardest lesson is to trust Lisette's spiritual walk with with God um, and trust her 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 spiritual giftings too
0: that's a really hard one because like i said earlier like you have your relationship with the lord that you've curated and cared for for so long and it's hard when you get married no matter where you guys are whether you're not in ministry whether you're baby christians it's really hard integrating your spiritual lives because it's like a you don't want to overstep boundaries you know that they're gifted you just but you also want to like put the lord first and like trust what he tells you that's a hard one but that's a good answer the Uh, next question we got was something hard that we have gone through and how did we get through it so grant and i sidebarred and we agreed that one of the hardest things that ever happened to us was when we moved here to austin when we first moved here to austin there was a season where we had to leave church that we helped plant because I wasn't in a good headspace I think that that was mostly me the reason that we needed to leave and it was really hard because our pastors are amazing and Grant has known them since he was a little baby it feels like (laughs) it does he's known them since he was like in middle school
1: yeah freshman year of high school so
0: Sorry, he's known them since freshman year of high school, so it was really hard for us to leave. They were our best friends in Dallas. They did, our, they married us, our counselors. They were our constants, and when we left this church, it was really hard on us. Grant like, knew we needed to leave because of my mental health, and I felt bad, like I was putting a wedge in this relationship, but it, I think in that season, we needed to step away to learn how to like, really only rely on each other.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. When when I think of that season, it also taught us more about authority, I think. Totally. Like spiritual authority. Oh my gosh, totally. Um, Which I know that that might sound kind of crazy (laughs) what spiritual authority is, but the Bible tells us to honor all authority. And like Lissette was saying, Pastor Jared and Pastor Allie have been like my pastor and our pastors for years. And when we kind of just took a step out of that covering. I think of like this spiritual authority being like an umbrella during the storm. Once you walk out of that covering, you're not covered anymore. You're going to yeah, get wet. And we got soaked. And we
0: got soaked, dude. It sucked. It also was a really good season because I think that the Lord was trying to get me to like learn how to deal with conflict and I run away from conflict. I wasn't in that season good at letting people help me I was really really guarded and so I think leaving and then going to a place that wasn't the best for us that we didn't 100% love being in was awesome because it made our restoration with our spiritual parents and our home church way better like I think we were only gone for a year right I think we were gone for a year And I thank God every day that he called us back to that church and to them. They are, like, the biggest blessings, and we pushed through. I mean, we went through the trenches, and I think a good constant was, is, like, we prioritized hearing each other's feelings and really just being there for each other. Because in this season, we didn't have a lot of friends. I mean, we had a ton of friends, but they were, like, surface level friends we've never had so many friends and we also have never felt so
1: alone yeah it felt like a lot of hopes and dreams died for me personally and it's cool to see that God kind of restored it all back to life he really turned these graves into gardens these
0: I searched the world and it wouldn't me okay sorry continue right on
1: cue right on cue <laughs> So he really does bring things back to life. He is a resurrection God. He brings dead things back to life. He brings what was lost, uh, found. I mean, he really does turn the darkness into light. No, but
0: like actually he totally did because Grant is about to step into a new season as our church's next-gen pastor. So he'll be covering kids, students, young adults. And at our old church, that's all they wanted from him. And he just like felt nothing about it. He didn't want to do it at all. He was in like a little drought. It was so sad. He wasn't utilized. If you know Grant at all, he is like the most anointed person I've ever met. He wasn't utilized. His gifts were just kind of wilting. And then I was thriving, but like coming home and crying nonstop. It was awful. But now we're back at our home church. If you're wondering, it's called Zaya. It's so awesome. If you live in Austin, you totally have to come to Zaya. We love it so much. But... A year later, oh my God, I just get so excited about it. I don't know what it is. So crazy. I'm obsessed with that place. But a year later, Grant is about to step into this new role, and then I'm doing everything that I was doing before I left. So like, before I left, yeah, if not more, before I left, I was burnt out doing events. I was burnt out doing everything because I was just tired. Church planting is hard and now I'm like doing events with our pastor's wife, loving every minute of it, like even looking at moving closer to my church, which is so crazy because I always said, I will never move to this part of Austin. And now I'm like, let's get a house there. So it's awesome. We like went through that was probably the hardest season of our life. And we are like in our thrive season. Do you feel that way? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think this is exactly what called called us to do. Uh, what was it? Three years ago. Three oh my God!
0: It only freaking took three years of living here to get to this glory season. But Which like,
1: can we talk about that? Sometimes we think blessings are a microwave oh my blessing, God. but sometimes it's a crock pot blessing. <laughs> it's not gonna be an instant. There's no instant gratification in the oh kingdom God. of God. Sometimes you gotta let the s- blessings marinate. Come oh my, on, somebody. Where's oh my, my organ?
0: Me. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, so if I'm talking about Grant, is that Grant knows 150,000 one-liners? He will give me one-liners like that all t- all the time, and I cannot get him to shut up with them. Okay. Anyways, we went through hard things. We got through it together. I don't know. I've never like realized. I've we're good at, like, we're a good team. We just, we're, we live well together. We mesh well. Okay, the last question that we have for today, because we are just going for so long, is how do you keep marriage fun? When we got this question, we were like...
1: Be fun. We,
0: <laughs> we're always fun. We always have a good time. I don't know. Just, like, see your spouse as your best friend. There's a reason you got married to him. I mean, I'm stuck with him forever, and so I'm, I'm so thankful that I'm stuck with him forever. But I'm stuck with him yeah, forever, so, like, why not? <laughs> Shots. Why not make it fun? Why not enjoy each other's company? And we don't have kids right now, so we literally get to be so selfish. And we know the season won't last forever, and so we just like really have the best time together.
1: Yeah, I like to beat you at everything: board games, video games, stri- or bowling. Oh my god, I can't, I can't, I can't even, great. I
0: can't even pick this fight with him right now. Anyways, because lose that
1: too. Oh. I win everything. <laughs>
0: uh as you can tell he's very competitive anyways today was so fun you guys i'm so thankful that i had grant grant do you want to say any last words
1: uh duh i always have to say the last word right i get the last word
0: you're too close to the mic <laughs> yeah
1: thanks for listening just so you know lisette prays so much about this podcast week in and week out and it's just really cool to see lisette walk into this uh calling and yeah thank you for listening Lissette loves you I love you I don't even know you Good talk Love you
0: guys Talk to you next week Worship song of the week I have Grant with me while I do this And he's making fun of me So I think this week's worship song Needs to be Graves into gardens Because we sang it during the episode An incredible song Who is a by? <laughs> Who's a by? It's an incredible song. I think it's by Elevation. Let me fact-check that. Fact-checked it. Graves in the Gardens. It's by Elevation Worship. It's amazing. Let me know what you think. I love you guys. The Redeemed Girl Podcast is available every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. For more information, email us at infotheredeemedgirl.com at or follow us on Instagram at Redeemed Girl Podcast. We'll see you next week.